Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 40. Minute 40. Chris is still caught in that dream of hers. She picked up the newspaper and now she's leaning out a window. Let's let's see how long she leans out the window and what happens next. This is Dan, by the way. How are you all? I'm ready to dive in. You know me. I'm ready to dive in. Here we go. is happening all right the dream has taken a turn and uh i said we'll see what we learn from the the dream so uh begins there with chris leaning out the window and then you start to hear what is it like um uh chris come on upstairs we're having a party chris come on and you hear this come on upstairs we're having a party kind of echoed around and it's creepy and that music Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of off kilter and cool. And Chris kind of looks towards the stairs and she, she, she moves towards them. And then suddenly Scott kind of creeps up, peering in through the window. And you think, has he been out there all night? Just like in a shrub? Just hanging out in a shrub, waiting for the... I'm just waiting for you guys to tell me to come on in. Guys? Guys, I'm here waiting for you to come on. Tell me. I've... Guys? Gosh. Yeah. Well, and and although I'll say this, you hear the you hear the voices and you hear the eerie music and the camera, the, the shot hangs on uh, Chris for for uh, or Scott for some time, uh, uh, maybe too long. Sort of okay, we got it. Scott's looking in the window and he doesn't seem to be coming in the window. Why he didn't come in through the front? I mean, I guess if it's a dream, it doesn't matter. Why he didn't just come in through the front door? Who knows? But that's that's our Scott, I guess. He's really loyal. Pardon me, my dog is uh, my pa- <clears throat> pardon me, my panty dog is back in the room. I apologize. Yeah. Ah, Scott, always a few minutes late to the party. Scott, I think, is the nickname they gave him. So, and Chris heads towards the stairs, and then we see Tommy's back. I mean, we literally we see Tommy's back, the back of his shirt, and which we see Tommy is apparently back, and there he is. And Chris rushes up, and um. Although there's no sync sound in the moment, you can see Chris clearly say, Tommy, very excited, and she rushes up to him and throws her arms around him. He unfortunately has a knife, stabs her in the back, and she drops out of frame. And then it cuts to Tommy standing there, and Billy is in the hallway too. And they begin to approach each other, and they're smiling. 
and then we get the best stunt. Uh, not that there are a lot of stunts in the movie. The best bit in the movie where where basically Chris like is coming down the steps, lightning fast, and she's got blood all over her back, and she like grabs onto the railing as she's falling, and then she kind of like it does a sharp spin, and it looks really painful. And I think, if I remember correctly, Jen Jensen said that she hurt herself a bit there. I would imagine maybe in the shoulder region, maybe something got yanked out. I have to I have to check it again. I forgot about it until I was watching right here. But she said, yeah, there's a bit where I come down the steps really fast and I hurt myself doing it. And it looks like she hurts herself doing it. Well, it she doesn't look like she's hurt. Uh, well, no, she's supposed to be playing I've been stabbed in the back by my boy. <gasps> what about that uh, psychology, huh, folks? I've been stabbed in the back by my boyfriend. Oh, interesting. Okay, but anyways, so she's meant to be playing, ouch, I've been stabbed in my back, but not, ouch, crap, I just pulled, you know, my shoulder out of, out of whack. And then it cuts to, help me, Chris, help me, and there are Tracy and Linda covered with blood, arms outstretched like they're zombies, and they don't look, they don't look well at all. This is, I imagine this, I, my guess would be this is the last day of shooting, because all their clothes are getting just bloodied up, all bloodied and, 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 yucked up. Unless there was something that could come out pretty easily, but it looks like stuff that would probably stick and stain. You know, stick and stain. Now with more Budnick. Uh, but, yeah, and that's how the minute ends where it's sort of... It's interesting where it's like her boyfriend, she dreams that her boyfriend stabs her in the back and he and his best friend laugh at her and she dreams that her two best friends are just standing there saying, help me, help me, over and over again as they're covered with blood. Is the implication that, that, that Tommy or Billy killed them? Or is the implication, yeah, obviously that um, she's afraid that Tommy's going to stab her in the back, um, metaphorically, and she, but she also thinks her friends are pretty uh, useless on their own and they need her to help um, them out on, on many occasions. I don't know. I uh, I kind of think it's 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 interesting here the, what's happening, but um, yeah, I mean it's interesting to throw a dream right into the center of the film like this. I mean we haven't fully kind of set down who the final girl might be. I guess you might be thinking it's Chris at this minute. I I I would think that you're probably not thinking it's Tracy. Tracy's the one you're probably not thinking. You might not even be thinking it's Chris because she was so ready to have a little hoo-hoo and get a little hoo-hoo. So you might be thinking Linda's going to be the final girl. I'm not going to tell you who the final girl is unless I just gave it away a moment ago. I've forgotten. I'm talking faster, folks. I'm going to slow down. How are you? I hope you're well. Last Lumber Party is a good time. No, Chris, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they threw this dream in here because it is very like, what? What, what the heck? is What is the... And, and, and you see this gal who looks very confident and is having a great time, but hmm, maybe things are a little uh, uh, not what they seem with her. Hey, they could be. Sometimes they are with folks. Sometimes they are. Then we have to look to uh, the Scott thing because she doesn't see Scott. We see Scott. Which is... Which is weird for a dream, uh, unless, I guess unless, and, and then we don't see Billy either, I don't think. Maybe we do. Maybe she doesn't see Billy either, but, I'm sorry, she doesn't see Billy either, but she might. And it's, it's a weird, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you see stuff in dreams, I think, that you, that, that you're not privy to. 
But it's funny that they have her walk away. Um, maybe the camera is her eyes in the dream, and her her herself is just a, a, a shape herself shape that she sees in the dream. I'm not sure, but um, but yeah, if the if the guys are meant to be like these guys, just use her and then stab her in the back, and the gals all seem to just need something from her, uh, to like needy. And then Scott is just some doofus who's like, I'm not even in the house. Everyone else is in the house, even the people who died. I'm not even in the house yet. So I, I think, I think to, I don't know why she's remembering. Think I don't know why Scott is in the dream. I, uh, I guess if he's hanging out with with Tommy and Billy all the time, then she knew him, and um, maybe she's thinking about him because of Linda. I don't know, uh, but but it is f- interesting that he's there, and it is interesting to me that he's not in the room uh, or in the house. The first thought being uh, this this you know like I said this dip did this dip she didn't actually make it inside the house. He's been outside all night, but that dream bendy wendy uh, clock kind of put put paid to that. This being anything but a dream, and at this point it's obviously a dream because the two guys are dead and and the gals are are not dead. So. Uh, so there's a lot going on here, and there's a lot of a lot of blood on uh, the gals here. I, that is interesting too that the guys are dead, but the gals who at this point aren't dead are the ones that are all covered in blood. I wonder if that means something too. I don't know. I don't know the psyche of Steven Tyler as much as I'd like to. Maybe one day we'll all know, and this will be a happier, happier place. Ah. So we're deep in the dream, yeah. And Chris has been stabbed. That can't be good. And um, well, I, I applaud him for doing a stab like that. I thought it was just going to all be scalpel slices across the um, the throat. The stabbing isn't the best because he kind of reaches up behind her with the knife and brings it down, and it doesn't look terribly. Um, it looks as convincing as the scalpel slices across the neck look. Eh, there you have it. And oh, I dim all the lights. And I, I forget the two. I sink in my chair. The smoke from my cigarette climbs through the air. No. The walls of my room fade away in the blue. And I'm deep within a dream of you. I'm no Frank Sinatra, and I forgot the melody there uh, about halfway through it. But that there is a song called Deep in, deep in a Dream. I, I sang a bit of it last time. But we're deep in a dream here. And I say that with a wink-wink to anyone who knows the movie. Will... We're deep in a dream, folks. Deep in a dream. So, yeah, that is minute forty. Holy mackerel! We 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 we've only got like thirty-one minutes left. Oh gosh! And how many of these minutes are going to be dream? I wonder. I wonder aloud. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, folks. And let's um, let me have you listen to this. <laughs> 